This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Good afternoon and welcome. It's time to check in with our Zoomer vote. We're heading into the home stretch and the first full English debate with all the federal leaders, including Justin Trudeau, takes place tonight. There's a lot of hype around it, but the truth is debates where one of the participants delivers a so-called knockout punch are few and far between. And with many people, observers, predicting that this election will feature one of the lowest turnouts in memory, that means that the Zoomer vote is more important than ever. And so with that, let me give you the numbers for your opinion. 416-360-0740, toll free 1-866-740-4740. And I'd like to welcome Peter Mugridge, Senior Editor of Zoomer Magazine and David Kravit, Vice President of Zoomer Media. Hello and welcome. Hi, Hi Libby. So it looks like things did change a little bit over the weekend, didn't they? It was the first weekend we've had on the Zoomer poll where the conservatives eked out a very narrow, admit, I think three, three votes, but three votes. <laughs> a, a very narrow win uh, after falling behind right from the get-go there. They've never won over a weekend period. And so um, they're not 10 points behind, they're nine points behind. But if that's a, that's a trend, then it's a small one, but it reverses uh, uninterrupted series of losses. Right. And um, we we did the uh, the push out on um, we we did an article on the, um, the the party's senior platform. So the the poll was was kind of a measure of where voters stand on on the on the party's senior platform. Well, that's that's kind of interesting because I know that presumably independent people who've looked at the platforms say that in terms of goodies for seniors, that uh, the liberal platform is superior to the conservatives. I think this. I think this is true. You know, monetarily, there are a number of experts who have looked at not just the dollar amounts, but the breadth of what's covered. Um, the issue is, though, um, are all of the parties going too narrow? Like, here's my little goodie. Here's my little goodie. Is there some other ticking time bomb issue? I noticed the Canadian Medical Association is trying to gin up some uh, coverage of healthcare as an issue, and the number of Canadians that. Uh, don't have a, a family, family care, doctor. A family doctor. That's will that resonate with anybody? But uh, I think in mathematical terms, you're right. I think the liberals probably gave away a few more dollars than the other guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure they did, and it's interesting. So the weekend's tallies, uh, percentage wise, is thirty five point nine seven for the conservatives <laughs> to thirty five point six four for. The liberals. So uh, that's pretty well equal. That's pretty well what yes. other polls show. But in terms of, of, a, of a seat count, that doesn't end up equal. The liberals have a more efficient vote. They can actually lose in all the models I've seen. They can lose the election, the popular vote by a couple of points and still have more seats uh, than the conservatives. So um, the conservatives need to open up some daylight and they've not 
yet failed. Uh, uh, they've not yet succeeded in doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you think, Peter, that the Zoomer vote maybe differs from the general vote? Our, our undecided is much higher. So we, we have a lot of voters sitting on the fence till the last moment waiting to cast their ballot. And I'd love to be able to reach that 12%, which over the weekend, it grew from 10 to 12. So I'd, I'd love to reach that 10, that 12% and see, you know, wh- where they are, because they'll, they'll ultimately decide not only our poll, but the election. Yeah. And if I, they break one way or the other, or if they simply distribute or based on the main out. numbers, you know, that, right. the, the, that 12% winds up going 50-50. Or if we they sit know. it out, right? Like, it, like there's that possibility as well. Well, does it surprise you that the undecided vote actually grew? Can you point to anything that would have caused that, you know, one way or another? I think the story, the broad stroke story, is that nobody's really caught fire yet. There Mm -hmm. hasn't been one uh, um, big issue that has just swept the boards Mm -hmm. and now everybody's scrambling to realign in response to that issue. Nothing, nobody's broken free, nobody's broken out. Whereas uh, whereas in the last election, by now, Trudeau was breaking away, wasn't he? Yes. Like he he was, you know, know, uh, liberal support was was zooming and and conservative support was nosediving at this point. If you look at at the Nanos poll, for example, which is a daily three-day rolling average, they report every single day, 35 to 33 liberals, 35 to 33 conservatives, yeah. 36 to 34, 34 Never to 34. Never gets higher than those two or three points, does it? In that, yeah. NDP goes up to yeah. 14, goes down to 13, goes yeah. up to 14, goes down to 12. Nobody's, we, we were locked in this kind of waiting game, I suppose. Maybe the debates will make the difference, but nobody's really broken free yet. No. Well, it's interesting. So on the positive side, there's nothing that's caught people's imagination, but I'm also thinking... With all the dirt that's been thrown, <laughs> there's nothing on the negative side that has really upset people. So on the Trudeau end of things, there there is the black face and the brown face on top of SNC-Lavalin. Mm-hmm. And uh, on the conservative things, like little piddly things, except they add up. To me, they they add up to a lack of confidence. We have Andrew Scheer sort of fudging his resume. He said he was a broker. He wasn't exactly Mm -hmm. a broker. He maybe was a salesperson. And uh, we didn't really know about his dual American citizenship. But for some reason, he... He kind of took a poll of his constituents because he, he, the, the conservatives trashed other politicians for having dual French citizenship. And he sends a thing out saying, what do you think of that? And how would you feel if it was the United States? I mean, those yeah, no things. No confidence. Do- yeah, very tentative. But on the other hand, if the blackface, brownface issue wasn't enough to dislodge Trudeau, it's hard right. to see why, why would Canadians sure. rising up against <laughs> Andrew Scheer because he only took one insurance exam instead, instead of, of three four, or four. Or you whatever. Know, doesn't seem like a big yeah. swerve your car off the road kind right. of a problem, you know? Right. Yeah, so. well, e- exactly. And then <laughs> yeah. on the character side, you know, uh, Jagmeet Singh has got huge uh, credit for mm-hmm. the way that he has conducted himself in the last few weeks, the way he talked to a voter coming up with, you know, racist remarks saying, why don't you cut, cut off, off your, your turban, turban so yeah. you look more Canadian? He just totally, uh, I would say, aced those. Uh, but in terms of voter support, and certainly not in the Zoomer poll where the NDP has about 
six percent. Mm-hmm. We're half. We're half. We our voters, our audience at least, our our poll participants, give the NDP about half the action that the national polls give them. So we're definitely unique in that area. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And is is that? Do you think that's reflective of the demographic uh, as a whole, or maybe just for? Our particular poll. Well, it's also reflective of the NDP platform, which doesn't, you know, it's it's fails. Well, it fails like that to catch dental care thing. In they there, do, though. but that's that's one thing. I think the the yeah. rest of it is is failing to sort of uh, excite anyone really. Yeah, yeah I think I think also um, maybe our demographic is a little more. Um, inclined to say who's really going to win and who do I want to mm-hmm. put into power. This guy's never going to win. So either I'm a lifetime card carrying, you know, a supporter, if you will. Uh, and there's some. Yeah. But if it's my vote is in in float, if my vote is in play. That's interesting. I don't yeah. think I want to give it to somebody that's got no chance of being the prime mm-hmm. minister. I think that's part of what's going on. Out well, there. The, the people who watch these things in terms of strategic voting and all of that were basically saying a vote for the and the liberals are trying to push this a vote for the NDP or the Greens are saying is a vote for the conservatives. Historically, that's been true, that that the conservatives have needed to drive a wedge yeah. and peel off the progressive side of the liberal vote. Um, and deal only with the centrist side, and then they can win. Otherwise, they. But the wild card is there's two left wing parties in this election, so that kind of throws like with yeah. with to, with Greens and and NDP being equally strong, that kind of throws that old calculus out the back door. You know. Okay, let's give the numbers out again, people. Uh, we'd like to hear from you. Uh, what do you make of it? If anything, are you looking forward to tonight? Is there something you want to see tonight before you make up your mind? The numbers to call 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And I am here with our Zoomer Vote panel. That's Peter Mugridge, Senior Editor of Zoomer Magazine. And David Kravitz, a vice president here at Zoomer Media. So let's start with you, David. What are you looking for tonight? I think the biggest issue for me tonight will be the effect of Jagmeet Singh and Justin Trudeau on stage at the same time. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's an easy win for anybody, least of all the conservatives, on some big gotcha on policy. You know, that Andrew Scheer is going to come up with some profound rebuttal of some policy thing and the earth's going to move. But I think that you see those two guys head to head on that issue. And I believe the leaders are allowed to ask each other questions. And I think that that is an opportunity uh, to re um, to drive Trudeau, I don't want to say into a corner, but drive him up against that issue again, and to see the two of them Which face issue? the, the, the brown face, black face. Oh, okay. And I think uh, Jagmeet scene has shown quite a lot of um, power on that issue. Yeah. And if he wants to leverage that tonight, I think he's got a golden opportunity to put Trudeau on the defensive. Well, for for a lot of people, I'm assuming that. They're going to see this really as a debate between Andrew Scheer and Justin Trudeau. I mean, beyond any particular character issue, there's there's just, you know, who who looks more like your prime minister? Yeah. yeah. And that's interesting because I, I spoke to a body language expert who had worked with Harper in a, in a previous election. And he said his main task for Harper was to get him to look like a prime minister, to get him calm and assertive and prime ministerial. 
So Shira's going to have to sort of evoke Harper in that respect and come off like a leader because he hasn't so far. Right. And, and he's got that dimple thing happening with right. that, that it, it's, it's not an unpleasant smirk. It's very pleasant actually. <laughs> people but turn he, it into a smirk though, right? Like it, it is just a smile at which people sort of yeah, say is a smirk, right? Well, it's not a kind of full smile, but it's, it's, it's not, you know, um, you know, sometimes a smirk denotes something snide. It's not like that right. at all, but, right. but he seems to, I don't know. Well, the the body language expert said he's going to have to get rid of that smile. He's oh. just going to have to be serious in this debate and not smile. Harper wound up embracing his non charisma in a sense. <laughs> right. I'm a serious. I'm a serious. I'm a serious. This is serious yeah. stuff. I'm the yeah. prime minister of the country. And that's this exactly is what the coach wanted. And I'm not yeah. buddy buddy. And Sheer seems caught between the two worlds because on the one hand, he doesn't try to be Justin Trudeau. Fair enough. He doesn't have that natural right. sort of mag- magnetism. That, yeah. But on the other hand, he keeps flashing that little grin at the end of everything <laughs> as if he's saying, well, I forgot to check that box. I better be personable. And I don't think he needs to be gloomy or or, or miserable, but I don't think he needs to try quite. I'm with Peter. I don't think he needs to try uh, quite but as hard on that. I, th- I thought he's trying to be the anti, like Trudeau. Trudeau basically is an international celebrity. Yeah. Right? And he's he's got a huge amount of uh, personal charisma, and Andrew Shear is saying, "Hey, I'm the, I'm the dad next door. Right. I'm a you know a regular guy, mm-hmm. uh, and he is. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he could do that a little bit more though. But he doesn't need to try that little full friendly thing at the end working. of it. It, it. He doesn't need that punctuation mark at the end. Of I think saying. that's something that comes naturally to him and has Maybe his whole does, life. Yeah. And I think that okay. it, it would be very hard for him well, to yeah. get rid of it. Sold insurance. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe let's, that's where he learned it. Well, I don't know that he I just I think that is actually one of the authentic things about him. <laughs> yes. But uh, let's hear from Ziggo, Ziggy in uh, Simcoe County. Hello, Ziggy. Uh, good morning, or good afternoon, I should say. Um, I just wanted to mention something, and hopefully the Zoomers will listen. I do not believe, I'm a Zoomer, I do not believe in voting for the party that is going to give me what I feel is the best deal. I believe in voting for the party that is going to give our country's future, which is the children and the grandchildren, the best deal and the environment. So uh, whatever they feel, whichever come, um, if it's liberal or conservative or NDP that they feel is going to do the best, it's what they what they're going to do for the up and coming generation, not for us. We're on our way out. Well, They're on their way in. I, not not all of us feel we're on our way out. But no, I, I, but there are things uh, we know how to speak up for ourselves. Uh, I do not believe the young people know how to speak up for themselves. Okay, sure. They need they need a leg up. So any grandmother or grandfather out there, are they voting for their best interests? Or for their grandchildren's best interest. Now, I think are you they ass- should seriously consider that. Are you assuming that that there's a disconnect there? That what's in your interest uh, is not in the interest of your grandchildren? Yes. Oh, that's interesting. And have you decided who to vote for? Yes. And you want to tell us? The Green Party. Okay. okay. Um, it might be a vote in the favor of the conservatives. But what it is is a boost or a leg up for the Green Party, knowing that they are getting votes. They are going to keep trying to do their best. 
And uh, that's, uh, well, I guess I've always been in a way for the underdog. But Elizabeth May is a quality person. And I, I can't see myself voting for anybody else. NDP, the man is too young. I don't believe he's capable. Uh, he's actually a little older than Andrew Shear. Mm. Ziggy, thanks yeah. for your call. Is it, it's a very young field. So uh, so we have uh, Andrew Shear, who's barely 40. Jagmeet Singh, I think, is a few months older than him. Justin Trudeau's Trudeau is, older than all. Yeah, yeah. he's he's yeah. 47, but he doesn't look <laughs> it. Uh, he's 47. And, and May is 65. And May yeah. is 65. Mm-hmm. She is uh, the – well, Maxime Bernier mm-hmm. is uh, – I'm not sure how old he is, yeah. but he's a, he'd be a Zoomer. Yeah. Yeah, but um, – But uh, it is a young field. You're quite right. Yeah. Yeah. Overall. Well, let's put it this way. The two people most likely to be prime minister are pretty young, though. I guess at 47, that's not, you know, that's yeah. that's that's not out, outside young anymore, no. though. I think 40 is pretty young. Bear in mind, too, just as an interesting factoid, uh, Justin Trudeau's father uh, was not elected to would have been elected to parliament for the first time five years from now. Didn't even enter parliament. He was in his 50s. Right. Okay. Let's hear from Stephen in Parkdale. Hi, Stephen. Hi, Libby. Okay. I know it's not going to happen, but what I would love to see happen is one of the leaders stand up and say, you know what? The pollution that you're putting out there, whether it be industry or whoever, it's going to become a criminal offense. We were, you know, uh, Mr. Singh was up visiting the uh, Grassy uh, River, um, what, what, what's the name of the reserve? Grassy Narrows. Grassy Narrows. Grassy yeah. Narrow Reserve. There's mercury in the water. It's it's nothing new. These It's been there for years. We know who the polluters are. To find them, they're going to just pass costs on in production to us. So make it a criminal offense that the CEOs are responsible for uh, cleaning up things. And you know what? I, I think uh, the, the environment would get a lot cleaner, a lot faster that way, rather than carbon taxes or, uh, oh, we're going to give them money to do this. Or we're going to give, quit giving them handouts and say, you know, you're, you're killing us. Stop it. Okay, it's, it's Stephen, okay. thanks for that. Uh well, Jagmeet Singh was at Grassy Narrows. I don't know if that's a, a wide issue. I think people agree. I mean, uh, we need to get clean water. Yeah. The environment is a, is a big issue, and our age group is as environmentally conscious as anybody else. And they claim that it's, uh, in some of our polls, I think, Peter, second most important. What to do about it, of course, yeah. is where there's a lot of different yeah. opinions. Here's, here's the question that I have I have my doubts about people actually voting on that. And the number one issue is health care. You haven't really heard much talk about health care. Everybody says we're going to do the best job as the stewards of our health care system or improvement of our health care system. You know, so there's a big, to me, very big disconnect from what the average or not a, what people say is most important to them and, and what is out there being discussed. But these are all motherhood topics. Yeah. I mean, nobody's going to come out and campaign against better health care. So they're all, they all look at it and they say, we're in favor of it and we're going to tweak it this way or that way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's go to Diane in Mississauga. Hi, Diane. 
Hi, Libby. How are you doing? Fine. How are you? Good, good. I haven't been listening to all of the conversations that have been going on over the past weeks regarding the campaigns, but I really, I have to say, about 30-some-odd years ago, the Liberals decided to turn their campaigning into a slander campaign. So rather than talking about issues and what was going on, they just badmouthed the other teams. And I think that's just, you know, pervaded the entire political scene for so many years now. I think it's disgusting, and I, I'm at the point now where I'm saying, you know, after 40-plus years, I'm almost considering not voting anymore because these campaigns aren't campaigns. Mm. Maybe that explains the high undecided vote. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. <laughs> you're, you're, you're really considering not voting? Yes, absolutely. Well, you know, at, at least um, it's a con- something you're considering as opposed to just like yeah, eh, not getting around I to it. I think if you've thought about it and you, and you withhold your ballot, I, th- I think that's valid in a, in a democracy. To vote in a way. It is. Yeah. I mean, if yeah. you could, I think they should just say, okay, the top four teams have an have a equal vote have a consensus vote, run the country, and run it oh, on Oh, that that'll basis. work really well, <laughs> consensus. Okay, yeah, I, mean, I I wouldn't put my faith in that. And I think, you know, for, given what you've said about the way the campaign is happening, I, you know, think about it. Right. But, no, she does, but I mean, wouldn't that force people to get along together? No, I mean, we're, we're living no, in a world just, of extremes now. Everything it, is an extreme, you know. He, right, you're, you're he, right. He, he, but he it, was in a Halloween costume, and now it's a big extreme It would cause chaos. Look at the countries where they have to have coalitions. Yeah. Like, mm. don't even... Mm. Anyway, no. Diane, uh, I hope that you reconsider... Can I ask Diane a question? Get out and vote. Yes, Diana. David. Diane, are you going to be watching the debate tonight? I don't know. Oh, okay. Okay. I haven't decided. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, she's uh, I mean, I wasn't trying to. Get her. Well, Diane, like, yeah, give, it, give it a little look. You don't have to watch the whole two hours. And and I would encourage you to get out and vote, but um, I hear you. Yeah, Thanks. I mean, as long as they're bad-mouthing one another, what are they doing? Are they actually going to do something good for this country? I don't think so. Mm. Okay. Sorry you're so disappointed. Bye-bye, Diane. Bye. Yeah, I mean, that's what a lot of people are saying about this whole election. It's not, I mean, last time it was a change election. People felt like it was really time for Harper yeah. to go. And uh, this time, mm, there's, as you said at the beginning of the show, there's nothing that is really, really catching people's no. imagination. But Diane does point out something that is true, especially with more digital media, with the ability to segment voter groups, the rise of all these consultants and spin mm-hmm. doctors, and every statement they make is focus group tested and so on. So there is there is a case to be made that it's getting less authentic all the time. And I think that uh, explains some of the popularity of the yeah. Green Party, real or perceived. You know, we can debate the substance, but it seems more... Uh, blatant and ideological and this is what we believe this is what we're going to do yeah except i mean her platform that she came out with that she's going to fix all the ills of the world she's going to get rid of pollution she's going to do it fast and get rid of the deficit in five years Mm -hmm. Uh, i mean that long and and (laughs) universal income as well you know like all of that all of that and and she's going to balance the budget in a way that even people who want austerity and cuts no it's true Perfectly true. Okay. Ray in Toronto. Hi, Ray. Hi, Libby. Why is, uh, like, the French uh, debate was in Quebec, right? Right. Okay, why is the debate again there uh, tonight in Quebec? 
Well, it's just across the water in yeah. Ottawa. It's at the Museum of History, which is uh, the museum of our country that Andrew Shear just promised to make completely free. free. <laughs> uh, so, and that's in Gatineau. But it, I mean, you may as yeah, well. Yeah, but wouldn't call it you, ain't that uh, to Trudeau's advantage? The debate there. Mm, no, it's really an extension it's, of Ottawa. It's the Ottawa it's a, region. It's the know, Ottawa yeah. region. It's it's okay. the capital. Yeah. I don't capital think region. the That's capital it. is yeah. called the national capital region. Yeah. Yeah, and one more question, Libby. The, the block is going to be in this debate, right? You bet. Okay, how can he be in a debate when he don't have no MPs outside of Quebec or anything? Like, mm. just, it's just, a federal party, though. And he's going to he's going to have a lot of MPs at the end of this election. He has election. more seats than, yeah. than a couple yeah. of people in the debate. Exactly. You know? yeah. uh, he yeah. has more seats, uh, certainly, than Maxime Bernier. Yeah. And the Greens. And the Greens. Yeah. I see. Okay. That, that's the only two questions I wanted to ask you. Okay. I already made my mind up anyway. But. Okay. You want to tell us? Yeah. I'm voting conservative. Okay. Thanks, Thank Ray. Thank you. Okay. Thanks. We are going to take one more quickly before we wrap things up. And in Toronto. Hello? And in Toronto. Oh, hi. Hi. <laughs> it's, I better turn this down. Yes, so. you better. Okay. okay. Go ahead. I uh, really feel that it's time for all the parties to look at the environment because I'm really concerned about our future generations. And when you look at all the science, uh, we are in big trouble and I uh, get a little annoyed with the back and forth between liberals, conservatives, liberals, conservatives when neither one of them are doing anything for the environment. And so I am very concerned about my great-grandchildren and whether they're going to have a world to live in. And so I really am going to vote green myself because I um, feel that even though it's not going to make a hill of difference at least it's it's giving me peace of mind that i really care about the environment i really care about the future of my great great grandkids okay and thanks for that okay uh so we're out of time uh on that uh interesting that when i get calls from people who are worried about the environment their grandchildren it's from women mm-hmm uh, notice that. Yeah, yeah I noticed. Yeah, and, and I don't think that that's just some anomaly of uh, mm-hmm. of the show. So that's interesting. But we have to go for now. So before we go, starting with Peter, what are you looking for tonight? Um, I'm I'm looking for a debate that's kind of crazy. But there's too many people. It, it's just going to be chaotic. Nothing ever happens in these, these things. And tonight it'll be even less than nothing. I think. I'm I'm looking to see if anybody. Um, deliberately tries to create a TV moment, knowing that what Peter said is true, planning <laughs> yeah. it ahead of time. They all will try What's that. my moment that people are going to remember and talk about tomorrow, and who's going to do the best job of creating yeah, that It'll moment? be so transparently obvious that they're trying to make <laughs> a point. They'll try. <laughs> okay, I, I'm hoping and wondering that we, we will see something reflected about the debate in our segment next week on the Zoomer vote, but I guess we wait and see. People, right. it is... A chance to vote, zoomervote.ca. Your voice will be heard. Your vote will be counted. And thank you so much, David Kravitz and Peter Munch. Thank you, Libby. Thanks, Libby. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. 
You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.